Hola, welcome to another episode of Alternative Perspective with Viv. My name is Vivian and welcome to the show. So today we're going to be talking about societal programming. It's a topic that I'd written down to discuss on the podcast and I just wait for the topics to light up towards me. I'm working with that energy now in order for me to know that it's time to talk about it. It's kind of like last episode where I spoke about being sexy and Chloe Bailey. I'd written that episode down like possibly around the time when Treat Me video came out. So I'm definitely thinking like two months ago because time is moving by so fast. Yeah. So today we're talking about societal programming and let's just get into it because the new moon in Cancer was on Tuesday, I believe. And I'm a Cancer moon. Moon, when we talk about moon and we talk about Cancer, we're talking about zodiac signs, we're talking about um, our emotions when it comes to the moon. The moon represents our inner world, our emotions, our home life, you know. Cancer moon means that, okay, the moon rules Cancer, the Cancer sign. Cancer is the sign of the crab. It represents the mother, it represents nurturing, emotion, sensitivity, intuition, you know, hard shell on the outside, soft on the inside, you know. So basically, I'm a Cancer moon. So what has been coming up for me is my spicy side, which I love. Like the reason why, and I was thinking about things today, I was thinking about how, you know, when I think about me as Viv and I think about me as, you know, Fida, you know, I think about how there's a fight. But like if I really sat down to think about it, I'm, I've always been obviously a fusion by I needed this kind of like insulatory compartment to grow and feed the voice of me as Viv as opposed to me as Fida. It's been a journey and what I love is that honestly it's it's an individual journey that is being publicized. I always I you know I genuinely actually get disgusted with myself when I think of having to explain things to people because honestly I'm not into the game of explaining to people that I'm not in community with which brings me to this podcast. You know, just before I recorded this, I was about to delete the episode on energy tune-up where I was introducing myself. And one thing I know is that that was a very good week for the podcast because I recorded episodes back to back to back and released them back to back. And the energy tune-up, the being unapologetically you was recorded before energy tune-up, I believe. And being unapologetically you actually described everything perfectly. But my thing was that I was trying to delete it because I felt like, why am I explaining myself, right? Then I realized something. The whole point of this podcast was also to have a container for this part of me that is actually exquisite. But like society, from what I've seen, not that I'm judging society as a whole, because obviously our perspective is impacted by our what we've been used to seeing, right? But point being is that that's I, re- I remember that the whole point of a podcast with Mia's Vivian expressing herself is because i know this girl can express herself to the fullest i know this girl can really bring it to a large extent if she has an insulatory container like this one and with this container we grow authentically we express ourselves organically and authentically no matter how rude nasty however i come across this is me and i love myself for who i am i have never not loved myself the only thing that i allowed based on being very like sensitive was allowing myself to doubt my magic, my power, my star, allowing myself to doubt things, allowing myself to, 
yeah the 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 source has always been here and i think that's what they that's what they say when they say you remember aspects of yourself as you get to know yourself even more it's like you're remembering that you've always been the shit i know that i've always been the shit i don't even need someone to like explain it to me and i noticed something i'm someone that people may refer to how i speak as bragging or self-bragging but actually what i believe in is inhaling myself complimenting myself elevating myself this is how somebody that doesn't look outside for external validation this is what she looks like do you get what i'm saying and when the compliments come from outside i take them and i say thank you so much but i don't seek it i don't look for it i don't hunt it down i can give myself i'm self-sustaining the question is are you you know what i'm saying you have to think about it like that so what was my point here oh uh, yeah so what i'm what i'm loving is that with the past episodes it's really been a it's a journey thing with this podcast and i'm going to sit back and relax and enjoy it because i'm really sticking my claim with this podcast i'm really being that badass and i will talk about myself in the highest manner possible because this is my land my home so going into the topic i'm so excited First thing I'm going to talk about in terms of societal programming is our relations with people, right? Okay. Now, this Cancer New Moon, a theme for me, a theme that has been coming up that feels right is the theme of coming home to yourself. Coming home to yourself made me realize something. I've always been at home with myself, but felt like, oh, wow, that... That was a trigger point. Oh, wow. Okay. I caught that before anything happened. I've always been at home with myself. But once again, doubts crept in based on society, right? However, I'll tell you something that I've realized from society. I think society, without generalizing, but I'll say a good part of society in terms of vibes wants you to doubt yourself so that you are more easy, easily manipulated, controlled, and easily gaslighted. That's what I believe. I believe that this game is a whole big psychological game, and you have to be sharp and witty with it. Once doubt is raised in something, then you're not as strong, or there's not, yeah, you're not as convicted when you're speaking your truth. You know what I'm saying? So, one thing I know that society programming is so and okay, a good part of society wants you to be blind, and a good part of society wants you to be able to to pretend that you don't see how they really are, but to play along to the persona and facade that they're putting up. Oh god, even as I said it, <laughs> even as I said it, my body was like that's that's what, what was my body saying i think that's sinful or that's blasphemous or something in the sense that like i'm not going to yeah whatever that was i feel like that's a violation the idea that playing along to somebody's persona playing along somebody's game no thank you that's not my thing i only write scripts for myself when it comes to this life thing you get me? I, nobody's going to give me a script for my life and say this is what you should play for my own life where I'm the director and everybody on the production team is me, you know? People, society wants you to just be blind. That's what I would say. I've, I'm speaking from experience. You see, the world is 
a communal space. Yes, individuality and hyper-individualism is something that exists in trauma, trauma, would I say trauma-informed or trauma, traumatized people, right? Okay, fine. However, there's still a community because no man is an island. There's still the need for people, for interactions, for relating and for relationships, okay? Now, tell me something. What kind of community would I be in if I see certain things that someone is doing that honestly doesn't rub me the right way at all? And if I rationalize it to myself and feel the need to express it to you because we're in close community and I'm seeing that this thing doesn't look good and I want to bring it to your attention, why am I the bad guy? One thing about me, and I've realized that maybe that's why, you know, I've always said it's more about quality than quantity. I don't need many numbers, especially when it's just bodies, not souls adding something to my life. No, I don't like empty containers around me. And I don't mean that to be offensive. I don't feel the need to even explain that. But I would like want to just assure that it's not a thing of looking at people or looking down on people. It's about knowing your standards. It's about knowing what it is that you want for your life in terms of the quality of people, things, environments, anything you're doing what the quality is looking like where is the quality control in your life do you get what i'm saying so for me if a presence wants to be in my life they need to have been adding something from the very beginning and when i say adding something i don't mean material wise soul wise there's something that is there that you're like yeah i want to like really get to know you more you know and this, I even mean this, I mean this for all kinds of relationships, platonic and romantic. I was even focusing on the platonic ones because I've written about this and um, I've not published the article yet, I think, yeah. It's on how people can be our mirrors. I've noticed that when I'm drawn to a certain person, I'm drawn to them for a certain reason. It may be karmic in the sense that like I have old ways of thinking, thought patterns and being that I need to, erase or complete with said person that I've attracted to my life right but other ones when I'm just attracted to them as friends because their soul resonates with mine you can feel it it's an energy thing and yeah it's I don't know it's just a thing you either have it or you don't do you get what I'm saying like and for me, I really trust vibes when it comes to people. I don't gaslight myself anymore. If I feel off, I'm not going to explain why I feel off or try to find an explanation for it. I just do. And I noticed something that I realized as well, even though it's outside what I was talking about. So when it comes to intuition, obviously you need that when you're trying to get to know people. When it comes to intuition, once you get that bad vibe, please don't stay. Just go. Whatever it is, don't even try and be polite. Just leave safety over politeness at all times so yeah one thing that i've noticed is society programming the need for everyone to be a liar the need for everybody to be blind the need to not tell people what it is about about themselves and that's why i always like um elevate people that say if i'm your friend i don't see why i shouldn't tell you the truth if you're my friend and you can't tell me the truth please leave and i remember and i've said this before with my bestie, I remember the time when I was like getting to know her 
and I was there was a set yeah I, I mentioned the story before where I was like I practically begged over and over you know you, you teach people how to love you and with her I was very patient because I loved her from the beginning without getting to know her before I got to know her I already like really loved her and gelled with her it was natural so I think that's what I look for when I have connections yeah but it's not all connections you know relating and relationships is so different anyway with my bestie I told her I was like that please if you see something that I don't see if there's something about me that I'm not seeing, please always tell me the truth. It doesn't matter if I can't hear it. I can take truths because I give it. The difference between, and there's another societal programming, a lot of people can't take what they dish out. <laughs> and it makes me laugh because it's like, then you're not even in the big games. You're not even in the big leagues. I dislike a person that throws a bomb and then runs away. Why are you running away? You threw a bomb. They expect somebody to not react to it or respond to it. Do you get what I'm saying? A lot of people are like that. Um, yeah, society cannot take most of society cannot take what they dish out, and that's why a lot of people don't like me. And I'm okay with that. It's not like I I hold it as a badge. I don't hold it as a badge, nor do I see it as something to be sad about. It is what it is. Some of us are the ones that won't be liked by many, but will make a great impact for God. You know, that's fine with me. How many disciples did Jesus have? Twelve. So, darling, please. Things that like like the the way life is is even much deeper than being liked. You know what I'm saying? So. When I say that, I mean that people have come across, I've come across people that want to dish out, right? Then they meet me and I dish out 10 in response, right? Then they're crying. Not, not realistic, not metaphorically is what I mean. Then they're upset. Then they're shaking. And that's the thing that I've noticed. A lot of them like to shake, like I'm some aggressive. I'm not aggressive. And let me tell you something. I'm assertive and I will own it. You can call me aggressive or assertive. I will hold that label because one thing I know for sure is that I am strong and they are not. Strength is something the weak fear. So what do they do? They pull up doubts. They make you doubt yourself so that you can attack yourself and then be at your own down. Let it be your own downfall. You know what I'm saying? Don't allow people that are not even on that frequency to put doubts in your head about who you are and this is even me being nice because the next sentence that was at the back of my throat was <laughs> why would you find offense in basic bitches trying to make you doubt yourself why would you even listen to them if somebody is making you try is trying to make you doubt yourself or pull yourself down they've already made themselves know that they're basic you get what i'm saying it doesn't matter you get and i'm very adamant about that contrast you need to know who is basic who is premium it's fine it's a vibe thing it's how people carry themselves and i tell you something it, it's very good to be clear and distinct with language i know that societal programming thing that i know is this need to lie to appease like i, I already mentioned it in the first one but this one is to appease to make something somebody look better or feel better than they really are no darling this is who you are you get what I'm saying? This is as a result of the way you portray yourself. This is as a result of the character that you exhibit to me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. I feel like that makes you know what kind of vibe you're vibing with. You get me? Anyway, so yeah, people can take, they can't take what they dish out. So for me, I'm that person that dishes it out back. Oh, in a sweet manner. In fact, uh, sometimes 
I really wish I could let loose. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm finding my my places for that. I know that my my purpose has to do with truth, just speaking truths. And ever since I entered cancer season and was no longer interacting with a particular person as a liar, I was just like, wow, I really have become allergic to lies. Like I hate hearing them. I can hear what they sound like. You know, and I can also hear when I lie, so I make sure that I don't lie. And if I lie for some things, yeah, why are you asking so many questions? You know what I'm saying? Please. So some lies are warranted, but on on needed. Ah no. Anyway. Um, people are too faced. That's another one. Forget it. Everybody has many faces, it's fine. But one thing I, I can't stand is the uh, yeah, the it's also lie again. You're not the same person you you are behind the scenes. You get what I'm saying? I'll tell you this, and it's something I told my friend. I said, mm, I'm not really a... Like, I'm okay seeing someone face-to-face. But I know that it's possible they put on a mask with me. I want to see how they are behind the scenes. When, okay, yeah, when, when it's over, like, messaging. We're messaging each other, right? We're talking. Do you check in on me? When I check in on you, do I feel like we're having a good conversation and we're connecting? Do you get what I'm saying? What do you do when you're not seeing me face value? What do you do when, because I'm not seeing you, you can't put on that actual persona because I'm not seeing your face? Who are you then? That's my kind of thing. Because a lot of people are two-faced. I remember there's one particular friend of mine that had one, you know, in um, African cultures, there's some, there some friends of the family that come into the house and just make proclamations of what they're going to do and if there's something that really really like rubs me the wrong way is people promising or letting you i don't know it's just people on what making unwarranted comments that in order to seem like they're good people that's another one in nigerian cultures you have some adults that is all about how people see them and that's one of the things that i don't like to see especially as i'm now realizing how sens- sensitive i am to different things i really avoid a lot of situations because i can physically get sick because of what i'm what i'm experiencing or what i'm observing i literally feel like i'm going to puke when i see certain things just because of the sensation that thing brings for example being in a culture in which you have adults that are very eye service kind of like they want to appease their other their other people they want to show that they are happening they want to give a certain air you know when they are out i'm not that kind of person if i'm in public outside i'm acting like myself if anything the only thing i'm trying to keep um at bay is my unhinged side and nobody wants to see that side because my family can even tell you how down inside is and how they are very wary of it there are two people there are more than how many people inside here there's the kind sweet loving and there's the menacing and i will destroy you person that comes out when it's time so yeah like when i'm out i'm still myself um in fact all i'm trying to do is make sure that there's no unhingedness coming out do you get me that's all i'm saying so yeah how did i get here again Wait, was I talking about dishing out? Was I talking about family? Two-faced, thank you. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm not that kind of person. I think people, yeah, there's so many, there's so many stories I could tell. Okay, there was one girl that I met at a party one time, right? And she was, we really got on so well. She's my age. She lives around me. You get what I'm saying? 
really got on well really got on well in fact i remember that i even made an effort because of how she was towards me at the party like okay we're friendly we talked we laughed there was a time when i was walking back into the block of flats and she was walking out with a group of girls i minded my business i just found that girls i walked past but she wanted to show that she and i were friendly and i dislike when people try to use me for free pr for real i dislike it it's not the first second or third time in my mind when she did that because i'm now like older and wiser i conceived that i was kind of like eye service but back then i was just like oh wow that's so cute like okay try to meet up with her she's the one that said let's meet up or let's hang out message her let's meet up when would you like to meet up she lives so close to me let's meet up when would you like to meet up she said oh she's traveling blah 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 blah. can we meet up can we try and discuss after maybe two weeks later okay two weeks later i message her oh happy eid and all of that because she's also muslim sorry do you mind me um when would you like to meet up she gave another excuse i think she gave an excuse a third time because because she still came back saying that oh she's just been busy blah 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 then after a while i just said to myself i beg what's the point i don't chase friendship that's the thing about me i never chase things but because i say i'm not a chaser i'm asking myself okay does that mean that i don't make an effort i mean i'm an effort person there's nothing look if there's something about me i make efforts <laughs> and if i'm not making an effort with someone yeah i don't really mess with you like that and that's fine it's energy is energy so like i made that effort and then she kind of like made it clear in a way she was not trying to be straightforward about it but long story short i got the impression that she just wants to hang out i got pissed off i don't know is it because i'm autistic is it because i'm neurodivergent i dislike people bringing and presenting ideas to me knowing that they're not going to do it i get irritated at it and honestly i'm very thankful to be who i am now because when i see something like that I think people are so used to being non-confrontational. I live for conflict, not conflict. I live for confrontations, the right ones. I always say that a refined confrontation that is needed and very necessary. Once it's unnecessary, we don't need it and it's no longer valid. You get what I'm saying? But like when I see that kind of thing, especially as you're the one that brought that idea to me, darling, I will call you out and say, next time, don't give me that false impression. I always call people out on their bullshit. That's the truth because I expect, no, I can take when people call me out on mine. I'm a ballsy girl. I have guts and I'll say it. I have chests. I have liver. Yes. So what I'm giving, calling people out, calling out their bush, I can take it with a strong iron chest. Why? Why not? When, like everything in this life needs to be balanced. What you give there's something that needs to be received in equal. So if I'm giving you something where I'm calling out some bullshit, you don't use that opportunity to call me out on mine because we're focused on you. But best believe that if you ever called me out on mine, it's around. I'll be able to take it like a fucking champ. A lot of people are weaklings. Like their stomach isn't strong. Their knees are weaker. And honestly, those are not my target audience. I cannot lie. Unless, because I used to be that kind of person. And that's what I'm saying, unless. Unless you're that kind of person that is in transition my work is for people that want to help themselves shift from a particular place to another my work is not for those that just stay there you get me there's a certain level sha there's a certain level but i love i love where i'm at i love that i'm in this space where i know where my work is and i know my work is not so in your face it's oh it's floating here are you swimming to come and observe it and experience it are you not that's fine with me so yeah I call people out on that. Why did she do that? (laughs) 
So do you know when that happened? God just did it. So that was a year ago. Ah, yes, my Nigerian side is coming out. Possibly nine months later. Possibly nine months later or something. I go back to my friends. She has a party. I go back to her house. The girl is there. Obviously, she's a close friend of this, my friend. And what do I do? I say hello to her, right? Nicely, civil. And then I mind my business for the rest of the party. I don't even give her a second glance. Because let me be honest with you, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to be doing hi, 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 and be discussing. <laughs> what I needed to do was say the hello. The rest is history. And and this is why I always say, and I know my energy very well. Homegirl was looking at me. Homegirl was looking at me more, um, when she could in the party. Because obviously we're in the same space and it was a small flat. So it's not like we're not all together. We're partying anyway. So I was talking to other people, other women. Honestly, and if you know me, if you don't exist in my head, you don't exist. It's not rude. It's just that you don't exist. And she could tell. But what I'd like to say about this is that I'm happy that she noticed that I couldn't give a damn. You get what I'm saying? It also, for me, kind of like affirms that I'm really not the one, not to her, but to me, like I'm not the one, like being open, being friendly, being wanting to see you hang out or chat doesn't mean that you should take advantage of that or try to look down on that for a reason because chances are whatever you're trying to portray, whatever you're trying to, whatever vibe you're trying to give me that isn't genuine, it always comes back full circle. She felt so... Hmm. I can tell you that I felt so comfortable at that party. I'm sure she felt comfortable enough too. But me alone in that space, that was that was a bit like uncomfortable for her. Yes. So, yeah, that was awkward for her, but that's her business. It, it, things always just come back full circle, especially when it has to do with truth. When you preach from a place of truth and integrity, like... It will just have a way of evening out. You don't have to do anything. I bet she didn't expect to see me again. And me, as soon as I clocked her, I had to even change my appearance. She had to remember who I was. But as soon as I said hello and I walked away and everything, my own was the guilty conscience always shows itself. That's why she was staring for like a while. You hear what I'm saying? But like, mm, how do you now feel when you could just have been honest? That's my thing. Just be honest. And another societal programming thing I want to talk about is when are we going to just normalize telling people that we don't like them when they try to make an effort with us? I've tried to normalize it, actually. I do make it an... I do try to make an effort to show that I'm not that keen on a person, right? But, like, outrightly saying that. Is that an autistic thing? Because it seems like when I was growing up, it was what was in my head, which wasn't exactly rude. But maybe one might say it lacked tact. I just felt like it was explicitly what my mind felt about the situation. And that if you watered it down or contorted how exactly you felt, you were not honoring yourself by, by voicing out your feelings. You know what I'm saying? But my, my tantrums and meltdowns, even though people didn't know they were autistic meltdowns, they just just met with me being seen as moody which doesn't matter to me anymore and i'll see and enjoy the benefits of knowing about what i have you know not like it's a condition nothing but like the benefits of knowing that i have an autistic brain 
or an autistic way of approaching life, it really, really is freeing. It really is freeing. I remember when I got my diagnosis, I was crying. <sighs> anyway. So now, um, what was I saying? What other society programming? I honestly, can I be honest? Secretly competing between women, secret competition between women, especially fake women friends. Honestly, if you're secretly competing with a friend, you're a fake woman friend to your friend. That's it. You're a fake friend to your friend. Like, mm-mm. healthy competition is sweet. I have, okay. I have like people that I know that are in different fields. Some of us have, some of us are in the same field. Some people and I share the same interests, etc. What they do, I admire it. And then as I see what they do, hmm, I'm like, hmm, do I like this style of, you know, advertisement? Do I like this style of spreading my message? Let me try it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't secretly, I can't look. Because I've been on the other end of having friends. Also, like when I was much younger, when I was like a teenager, I did have friends I didn't know that I didn't secretly like and I was secretly competing. I get that. But like, um, yeah, me at this age, pushing 30, I can't be in friendships with women that secretly compete and I can't secretly compete with a woman. If I find myself, anytime I find myself having, even though I haven't felt jealousy or envy in a while, maybe I felt like, yeah, I've not felt any, no, I've not felt jealousy or envy in a long time because I don't like jealousy and envy being projected onto me. So I don't. I don't have that as an emotion anymore. I don't know. Mm, Even if you, I'm not saying that if as a human, you can have emotions come up, right? But I don't internalize. So because I don't internalize in my mind, it's like, I don't even have the feelings. Do you get what I'm saying? It's okay to have human emotions, jealousy, envy, anger, hatred, all of that. But like when it's that kind of thing where it's hanging inside you and impacting your actions towards others nah that's why we have the problem so it's okay to embrace human emotions you're human after all once you start vilifying emotions and demonizing them it's really hard to be your full self you have to express yourself in your full spectrum of 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 self really so yeah what else telling people that you don't like them oh god i would love that please kindly leave me alone i don't like you as a person i feel your vibe is off they would say you're so mean. <laughs> I just I just think it's being straightforward. <laughs> I just think it's being straightforward. Oh gosh. Okay, which other one? Societal programming. Okay. This one is Nigerian culture. Thinking that most adults are smart. <laughs> Thinking that elders are smart. Is the way I'm laughing? Is the way I'm laughing? The way I'm laughing makes me know that for sure. <laughs> for sure. I've really, really, I've really thought about this. And that's something, is it, it's a bone to pick with Nigerian adults. A lot of Nigerian adults and elders, quote unquote, are not that intelligent. And I'm not speaking in terms of education, I'm speaking in terms of instinctual knowledge, in, like wisdom, brain you know like, <laughs> like give me some some things to think about i feel like then like that whole thing that whole 
that whole thing of obeying your elders respecting your elders please it's and i know that it comes from colonialism and slavery because i do not believe that the rainbow people were smarter than us i truly believe and that's how i feel and that's how i know that this generational trauma anytime an adult does something daft right and i'm supposed to follow follow through with that or oblige with that or act in line with that stupid script that that adult has written i feel sick to my stomach i feel like and i always ask myself so am i following stupid people now yes that's why i said i don't i don't i don't there's no regrets there i might i hate when a people that a person that is leading is dumb as hell dumb as hell and that's what most of them are sorry that's what most of them are forget L- critical thinking mm. instinctual knowledge mm. ability to even stretch your mind no all of them have this sometimes eh, you're really sure and you're really you really know that is toddlers in grown people's bodies that you're speaking to the the statements that come out like i feel like my brain is fried this is not an educational thing this is a life thing because that's what these elders portray themselves to know i'm not saying all i'm just saying that they're very rare <laughs> no i'm sorry this is the truth it's the middle-aged ones they don't have things to offer right but what's that what is making them skirt through life is that forced respect from younger people meanwhile younger people are the ones that can see right through them and this is why this pod- this episode even showed up because it's from what i've experienced and seen in my eyes my three eyes basically right okay these older people they know that younger people can see right through them they know that they can see right through their bullshit but they know that what is holding them from being called out is that secret or deeply ingrained social norm of respecting your elders even when they're doing something daft or saying something stupid yes because and i say that with passion because a lot of them in fact like i literally as i'm speaking i'm speaking in a level level way so that my emotions don't rise with passion towards how much i resent and dislike certain adults and I don't even have, I'm, when I say adults, I don't even mean specific ones. When I, As I'm speaking, I'm not referring to specific ones. I'm, re- I'm referring to the energy. Like, you hear a lot about different Nigerian adults and everything. You just grow up and you're like, <laughs> are these the people that are older that are leading us? I always fear a leader that is not strong. I fear a person that I'm supposed to listen to, that has no backbone, that is insecure, that cares about what people think, that doesn't have a mind of their own, that cannot make good, solid decisions, that is not kind and compassionate, that is also very insecure towards me. Because that's why I've realized, and I'm trying to work with my human design, I don't think I'm talking for anybody. Every single person that I've worked under has felt threatened. And that's a fact. I'm not being... They felt threatened. They've shown it in passive-aggressive comments. I've grown up with this shit, so I can identify this thing. I don't need to explain. Passive-aggressive comments, backhanded comments, snide comments, you know, whatever it is, being mean, you know, being rude. Like, people think that... <laughs> uh, no, I don't suck. All I want to say is that that has happened, and I still got out of it feeling good, feeling fresh, feeling happy. I trust in the karma of life. And each time karma has this itself. I don't touch people. I don't do anything. I don't do revenge. Nah. The only thing I can do is tell you the truth about yourself and X. That's it. I don't do any of that. Like, but what I'm saying is that leaders that are weak, how can 
a someone be a leader right the person that is working under you that isn't even your number two is somebody that you are afraid of so you try to intimidate so that you feel less intimidated by them i've been there honestly nobody deserves for me to be working with them like that in office settings oh no 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 especially in nigerian environments because all of this has been in nigerian environments i don't fuck no nah, i don't i've seen you know when they say in nigerian say when you say see finish see finish is i've seen you to the ground like you've disrespected yourself in front of me that i don't have any iota of respect for you do you get me you don't carry yourself in a manner in which i value your presence oof that's a good one you don't you don't carry yourself in a way that i see that you're adding something to my life you're actually taking i hate takers you know what i'm saying so yeah however i got here whatever i was saying that made me get here i'm going to end with yeah so that we can close that because i can't remember and my mind does go far but what i'm saying is that elders hmm, no that's that thing of respect to elders hello and also because of that small unsaid rule of respect to elders they think they can be disrespectful so me i'll say normalize disrespecting these fake elders because i'm sick of working through illusions i'm sick of working with illusions i'm sick of working with fake laws of the land or fake laws of tradition i've always said that i'm the one that creates my own traditions my rules my ways of doing things because as far as i'm concerned i'm the one that brought myself onto this earth yes i was born i had a medium through which i came through but i brought myself here for a reason so i'm not going to come here then a downloaded or an already transmitted hidden law or social norm of respecting elders even when they're disrespectful it's not my thing i'm not a dummy is basically what i'm trying to say <laughs> a dummy is somebody that follows things blindly that does not have a, a mind of their own that group think is where they resort to instead of having an individual mind i've always had an individual mind which is why most of the time i've gotten like you know people trying to um come for my spirits because once you break the spirits then you can demoralize the human you know what I'm saying? And it's never worked. Yes, I've gotten a lot of whackings and beatings spiritually and energetically. But honestly, look at me. Still standing. I can't be beaten. I'm so sorry. I realized that I can't take shit, man. <laughs> because I can't give it. And it just is that when people are giving me like nasty shit, I always hold myself back because I know how nasty I can be. Sometimes I'm even sad because it's like, is there ever going to be an avenue where I can even bring out this nastiness you get what i'm saying but maybe this is the whole point of life like you have parts of you that are not good like that right so what you do is that you nurse them privately you don't like pour them on people i've gone through that that side of you know being in the dark phase blah 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 we're in the healing phase this is healing girl summer for me so i don't know like with that side of me that i hold back when people are nasty to me I don't know what God's plan is with that. I've held it back. It feels like I'm holding back a lion. And I do feel proud of myself for not letting myself go. Because I know when, when I let myself go, I can't get myself back. That's why. <laughs> Once I let myself go to be insulting, to be nasty, I don't know. I Like, maybe I should just allow myself to... This is me thinking to myself now. Because emotions are a superpower. If I can allow... If I can test the limits of this superpower that i have that i've just learned how to repress mm -hmm. this is why we have this podcast so like obviously there's this part of me that i repress even though i talk about shadow work 
but I repress it while like working with the other shadows because I think there's a shadow that needs to be repressed. But just as I was thinking, I was thinking to myself because I do think of myself as somebody that is magical, powerful, and knows how to like do things. I was thinking to myself like, mm, imagine having a superpower that you've never really trained or used and all you've done is repress it because you think that's the best way to control it but true control comes from mastering it hello so that's you know side of me that i hold back i wonder what can hmm, this is interesting we'll come back to this because here we are spiritual scientists and we are self-developers there's something here that i've not tapped into but we to tap into it this is for science <sighs> yeah i really hate to break through what i just said here and I hope that what I'm saying resonates. Um, yeah. What else? I don't know how many minutes we've gone over, but I'm really enjoying having this discussion. I'm really enjoying having this discussion. What's other thing? So we've spoken about adults and elders now. They're elders that we respect. So you must give them kudos as well. You can always tell. It's a vibe thing. They say give respect where respect is due. You can tell where respect is due. Do you understand what I'm saying? Me, I'll tell you something. I'm actually a disrespectful person to people that need to be disrespected. I've always said this about me. I'm not I'm never disrespectful for no reason. And as I say this, eh, this is actually me integrating because I'm coming into myself more. Like I said, it's coming home to yourself season. One thing about me is that I see through the bullshit and I don't bullshit when I see it. Do you get me? I don't lie. And everybody has wanted me to be a liar. Tell somebody that this is nice when it's not nice. You know, don't tell somebody about themselves because it's not nice. I would say, you know what? Like I said, I write my own fucking rules. I write my own fucking rules. And let me tell you something. I'm burning the whole house down. I'm creating something completely new that I've never seen before. That is my life. That is my purpose. That's where I'm at. And I'm excited to see what it's like. And, you know, that's why I love actually observing humans, right? I wish I even did like something like anthropology, but I feel like I didn't do any of this because I've done it in past lives. I've not done science science. So I really give myself credit for being a bloody two-degree engineer. So, but the point is that, um, what was I trying to say? <laughs> Let me get my mind back. Science, science to degree engineer. Why did I say that? Spiritually, mm, I think I've lost my train of thought. Oh. Let me try and get it back. Science, science. How was I talking about science? How did I get there? Engineer, anthropology. Okay, thank you. So we're talking about anthropology and observing people. Yeah, we're back. So I think that's why I really love observing people. Like. I love observing human beings, humans are in groups, society. I, in fact, I think there's something there. Human beings, humans in groups, society, and then there are ways of thinking. Yeah. I've always been somebody that doesn't want to think like everybody else or be like everybody else. There's always been something about me. That's fine. But for me now, and why I was saying this is that that's why I'm happy with this episode because... Once we bring out things about the current society that we're not really feeling in ways of thinking, eh? 
then we can now start to think of ways to replace the ones that the systems that we don't like i don't like people lying i don't like people having to be two-faced people are not straightforward at all it's like they run from truth and i'm saying like what happened that made people think truth is bad do you get what i'm saying i know that people have been killed for saying the truth and i've always said this thing about me i'm a warrior till i die i'd rather die being truthful than be left living and being dishonest you understand i'd rather i'd rather like pass away for a cause even though i don't want to pass away for a cause this lifetime i want this to be my final one so i want this to be like the one where i live comfortably long enough <sighs> truth but like what i'm trying to say is that i don't uh, lost my train of thought again hold on anthropology studying people community bringing people down it's like you bring people so like when you think about societal programming you think about the ones that are not working i don't like i don't like people lying i don't like people being two-faced i don't like all of these things all the things i mentioned right they not think about how you can inject it we're talking about truth before right now what is it about truth that makes people scared yes people have died for causes when it comes to truth but isn't that something that is even honorable i'd rather be an honorable woman than be a dishonorable one because i'm trying to be somebody that everybody likes i think that's the one of the things that really distracts people that like being liked by other people because somehow society has convinced people that it's the people outside of you that hold more weight to how you are or to your value as a person as opposed to you and god i've always been a one-man army with a team of spiritual beings you know i've always been that person so when people come into my life it's like are you giving me nourishment okay if you're not removed i'm never afraid to say out of this life and i've said this before on podcast people have known that i have times when i'm doing like inventory check and i'm like okay i don't need this I don't need that. I don't need that. This friendship has done its time. I'm okay with this. I'm at peace with it. Let's complete it. it lo- and then, you know, when, thankfully, I do inventory, but it made me realize as, I, as I've gotten older and as I've gotten to this space, I'm, I think I'm in a very juicy time of my life. I realized that, yuck, I was accepting bare minimum from these people from, from time. Like, not new people. I think the new, I've been very intentional with new people. I'm talking about older ones that are fizzling out. Yeah, I was accepting bare minimum. I can't believe, and the thing is that that is another society programming I want to bring on. People thinking bare minimum is enough to succeed. When I was in relationships, in life, like, okay, let's bring it to even African thinking, Nigerian households, Nigerian um, backgrounds. Jeez, the way they make bare minimum the, the tallest bar. Hey! I'm not a bare minimum girl. I have never been and I will never be. I have never been like, I do a lot. And maybe things just change and I started to see myself for who I was. Podcast helped as well. I just realized that, wow, I am such a god. I'm actually a gift that keeps on giving. Oh, my! and thankfully I have a bestie that speaks like me because she, 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 encourages me the way i speak about myself she encourages me the same way i encourage myself the way i heal myself the way she heals me which makes me know that i'm on the right path with how i'm choosing friends it's not about an ego thing it's about having people that mirror you organically and authentically i'm always what don't i do for friends i've said this thing before 
what don't I do for lovers? What don't I do? I'm genuinely, genuinely, I'm a kind person. Genuinely, I'm a person that, that serves, you know. But I'm not a fool. If I'm serving and I'm not being served in return, you're not getting anything from me. And that's the thing. That's the thing. People like me that have six house placements in their um, astrology charts are prone to being the people doing the most in relationships. And so when they pull back, they're able to see where people were not doing anything at all. Do you get what I'm saying? Platonically and romantically. I've broken out of that spell in which I'm doing one-sided relationships. In fact, that's blasphemy for me. It doesn't exist in my world. One-sided relationships. Reciprocity is what we do. Once things feel one-sided, out. You understand? Because best believe that there are other people waiting to have a position that you had. You understand? And there are other people that will cherish that position. So let me make space for them. But like when I realized that, really, I'm actually like good. The way I am as a friend, everything which is why my standards are high, which is why bare minimum doesn't work for me, which is why a few kind words here and there does nothing. I'm not even a words person anymore. I'm more of a, if we're doing words, let's be written because then I know that it's truthful and that's almost like a contract. I don't like people coming to me with words by mouth to, you know, give off a certain air of something. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, that's not my thing. So yeah, I realized that bare minimum is not my thing standards are really my thing high standards are where it's at it doesn't matter how many people you have in your life based on the fact that i have high standards quality is better than quantity at all freaking times bouncing back to when we're talking about truth why do people fear truth why do people fear telling people the truth is it because they don't want to be liked by everyone you can't be liked by everyone and trust me if you're seeking to be liked more than seeking to like yourself there's a problem there that we can you know dive into through therapy Everything needs to be to be dived into, basically. But what I'm trying to say is this, like, I'm not that kind of person. Because I grew up truthful and then was conditioned to be a liar and to lie, I don't know what's happened. Like, literally, all the lies have detoxed detox from my body. I'm, all, I'm very allergic to lies, very allergic to lies. And I'm allergic to telling them as well. I don't like to tell them. But you see that there's a certain environment that 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 breed or groom that kind of behavior lying. Maybe because you're around people that can't take the feelings or feeling rejected or abandoned or the truth of you telling them about themselves. That's not my business. I'm so sorry. Because at the end of the day, you're making me contort in order to be palatable to you. And I can never do that. I was never made to do that. I would rather tell the truth, know that my needs have been expressed because this world, you're meant to be selfish. Your needs before anybody else is nobody takes precedence over you for no reason. <laughs> so I would tell you, the, so now I'm knowing and I've been teaching myself this for the past how many months now, tell the truth, tell that person's feelings, they will handle it by themselves. You see, the problem here is that most likely in a codependent environment, expressing your truth led to somebody's emotions being triggered, right? And you haven't having to be the person to deal with that emotional trigger. Darling, boundaries, draw that line. Oh, you're having emotions? Let me give you time to yourself. Deal with that when you're in a better space and better, like, you know, when you have clarity of mind, come and meet me. That's how you do it. Boundaries, very important. And don't be afraid to be cutthroat with it. And be honest, a lot of people are not even cutthroat anymore. Please, I don't know, man. Maybe it's the Nigerian in me, but sometimes you don't bring a feather to a knife fight. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, 
sometimes you don't wave a white flag when somebody wants to kill you sometimes you kill or be killed do you get me know when that time calls sorry don't be <sighs> like like you people say don't be a dodoyo a dodoyo is somebody that's not too smart not too sharp be sharp be fast be woke be awake look you know that's how i am and i feel like I guess I wanted to, a part of me wants to give myself a small hailing because I really removed myself from a situation this couple of months that have passed. And that was as a result of me being fucking woke. I didn't waste time. <laughs> God, a medal. Look, women. Hmm. Look, 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 look. You have to be sharp. Keep your eyes, ears open. And that's why I'm realizing, right, with this cancer new moon, I'm realizing that emotions are really my base but I was because I had an environment that could not help me sit with my emotions because said people couldn't sit with theirs I always dissociate meanwhile I need to associate oh and because I've been doing that the past couple of days I feel very tired I feel very heavy I feel very um unsure because I know that I'm shifting emotionally and energetically. I'm embracing something that I pushed away a long time ago, you know. So this power in your emotions. And I think I'm going to end this with a, re a reading. Or I may just give a reading now. Okay. I'm going to. So this is where I leave you all. This was a very interesting episode. I just love chatting. Like, literally i love chatting i love that it's a podcast i love that people can tune in and see whether or not they like it and move on i love it all so thank you for listening and i want to ask a question and tell me i would love some answers okay have a lovely day bye tell you that there's no timeline for healing that pain cannot be extinguished and it will bite into your being until you address the problem and break the glass ceiling until you address the problem and break the glass ceiling Justice, justice for the voiceless, 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 justice, to make our bitterness tasteless, justice, to make the pain painless, justice.